Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sean J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. You can hear us wherever you are on the ESPN app. Blue fight! Boy, that game last night, go. guys, all I can say is I was thinking more about it just listening to some of that intro sound. Can you stop, can you stop saying Sigma stuff, man? You ain't a Sigma, bro. Blue fight! <laughs> you know! <laughs> this dude, you different. You Why? different. What makes you think I'm not a Sigma? Because you're not a Sigma. I am a Sigma. A signal? No, Sigma. <laughs> you you claiming that you a Sigma? Why you lie? I can tell when you lie. You like a badass little kid. You look to the side and you squint God, your eyes. Did you just have his number? That's oh, exactly he, what he looked <laughs> like. A bad little kid. Always be scheming. Just now. You know, keep scheming yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you said I wasn't something that I am. You want me to give you the secret handshake? Because you're not a Sigma. I didn't say I was a Sigma. Oh, so what makes you think I'm not In a fact, Sigma? In fact, out of the three of us, it's just me. Sigma. Oh, no, you, maybe not. You would have came out from the gate talking about you a Sigma. No. My dad's a Sigma. My grandfather's really, a Sigma. I mean, that was a college thing for me. It was like something to do with my boys. And Are you it. pledged? Yeah, for sure. What was the pledging process like? It yeah, was, you can see that, right, Jay? It was a lot, Jay. It was. You learned the Greek alphabet? Not really. <laughs> oh, so you got the honorary joint. Yeah, I mean, not really honorary. Yeah. I did. I learned I the Hebrew alphabet. Does that count? I couldn't do the all night because I had school the next day and practice and stuff, so it was difficult. You do looking at me in straight lines, Shannon and Yates. Straight no, lines, right I just, in my eyes. I'm not a noob. I'm not a, a Q, none of that. Them dudes ain't, I'm a blue fire, man. Let's go. I was thinking more, we've got to get to Sala in a second, but guys, I was thinking more about the game last night. You think about two options. One mm-hmm. option is a, pro, is a, here's the probability of it happening. It's virtually zero. In the history of the league, it's only been attempted 41 times, and only two have been made, a 64-yard field goal. The other option, five yards on a given play, happens so regularly you can't count the number of times. There's nowhere to way to search for it practically. So many tens of thousands of times, right? But beyond that, guys, Man. think of – it's not like they both outcomes, if they're successful, yield the same success. Success, if you kick the field goal, has a little downside. Damn, you took the ball out of your quarterback's hand. Success, if you give it to the quarterback and he succeeds, gives you an extra boost, right? It like it, it so it's like even the it's not even like the outcomes if they're both successful are equal. The the much more likely thing to work also gives you a better long term outcome for your team. It was monumentally stupid to try to kick the field goal there. Yeah, it did. I don't I don't know one person that today or this morning or even went to bed last night thinking that that was the right call. I don't know one person, right? Not one right? person. Not one person. And, you know, and I, and I don't know Nathaniel Hackett at all as a coach. I've never met him, nothing like that. Nathaniel, right? Ain't yeah. That it? Um, and so when I look at it and I say to myself, I've been around a lot of good coaches and situational things. We were prepared for everything. Like, just no matter what the situation, we were prepared for it. If we're going to kick the 64-yarder, 
fourth and five. We Okay, I already know if we don't get this on third down, here's the next play, let's go. You just know, I don't know if that's the case with him. I don't know that because you chart, these coaches, Jay, I'm going to tell you, man, the scouting department and the advanced scouting and the coaches, they know everything. All the way to 64, uh, uh, the, the two yeah, out of yeah. 64, they know all that. So they already know, like, yeah, that probably isn't going to work for us. They already know. Yeah. It just felt like it was a, it, that the last play, the missed field goal kick, was one of the many plays that felt like were just off for the Broncos all night. There were just a ton of miscues, a ton of penalties. They had 100-plus yards and penalties. Bad execution like, on just the goal execution line. execution of all of it for a guy who's going what? in his first head coaching opportunity, right, with your star player going back. Really, as well as, as well as Seattle played, they should have lost that game yeah, by 10 Broncos, points at the least. Broncos yeah. lost that game more than Seattle won. Yeah. A little bit of both. But I think when you look and you talk about the execution and clock management, things of that nature, one of the fumbles was caused because of bad clock management. Mm -hmm. Whenever you get the clock down to a certain point, they got to snap the ball. But if I'm panicking with a second to go and I got to snap it down, all of a sudden the offensive lineman is getting pushed in the backfield and then the other guy and they stuffed and then boom, he comes and makes a fumble. That's all part of the bad clock management. That's coaching. They were snapping the ball – with less than two, three seconds, like literally every single time. You can't do that and play under duress like that. So here's Russell Wilson. Go ahead, Jay. No, I think this is one of the reasons why most people had the Broncos finishing last in that really tough division because of how – what is the chemistry like between Nathaniel Hackett and the first-year OC? That's 100%. And, and Russell you Wilson – You took the like, under what? on – okay, Russell actually went for the he over on the yards. Over, yeah. but, but still, you could see the way the game was played. That's a first-time head coach, a first-time OC. It's the first time with a new quarterback. It's a lot. It's and, a lot. What, and what did I tell you all a couple <laughs> weeks ago about what is going on in Denver? Maybe it wasn't even a couple weeks ago. A week ago, what's going on in Denver? And much like Mike's – Salk? Mike Salk, yeah, came on and said they've empowered Russell Wilson in Denver to a whole nother point where the coach is referring to him and answering to him because they've given him all this money. They traded the draft pick. So guess what? When I've given up all that, I can control the situation. That's just like I talked mm. about the money situation with Lamar Jackson. He could have held out for more money and helped Lamar out. He, he Right up until fourth down with the game on the line and an impossible field goal to hit. Then they take it out of his hands. Here's Russ yeah, after. Yeah, because if he had gone crazy, everybody had been like, look, see, he's trying to control the situation. Do you think Russ allowed that? Do you think Russ was consulted in that moment about no, what to do? I don't do? think he was consulted. No, he really? allowed it. He allowed it. I he, think I, you know why he allowed I, I just it? just ask that question. No, you know why he allowed it? Because he didn't do anything about That's it. That's what I'm saying, Oki. Like, if you wanted it in that moment. No, if, if you're that guy, like Mike Sulk said, you are in Denver. If you have that kind of authority to a degree, your head coach is asking you about certain things, you go to him and say, no, this is – you give me the ball. And you know, and you know Max, who would have vetoed that. And I know he won 10 championships, blah, blah, blah. Tom Brady would have waved him off. Peyton Manning would have been like, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers, if he would have known that situation, Aaron Rodgers would have waved him off. Had he known that situation, he would have waved him off. So this is Russ after the game. Listen to him. I believe in Coach Hack. I believe in what we're doing, um, you know, and believe in everything. And, uh, you know, any time you can try to find a way to make a play on fourth and five, that, that's great too. But also, we, I think we, I think, I don't think it was the wrong decision. You know, I think he can make it. Obviously, we, in hindsight, you know, we didn't make it. But uh, if we were in that situation again, I wouldn't doubt whatever he decided. See, this is why I think he's backing Nathaniel Hackett here because I think he allowed it. Like, and, uh, wow, I can't believe I'm finally putting this together an hour four of the day. But all I'm saying is, like, if you didn't want that to happen, if you had kind of 
try to demand the fact, Sherlock Williams, hey, this is my team, then you would have had a different type of energy at the post-presser. It's interesting. You would have been a little bit frustrated. He seems like he's kind of like, yeah, you know, I think it was the right play. Well, no, not him, though. His personality, though, Jay. He's not going to do that. Oh. But you hear what, Key, Key, what Jay is saying. Do you, do you co-sign that? Do you think that, that one of the reasons he sounded like that – or scratch that. Do you think he was consulted about the field goal No, it was, already, it was already made up. He already made his mind up. So, so once, they, they, they so it would have been incumbent upon him to say, "Coach, give me the ball." You, okay, so here's how you do it, uh, Max. Clock runs down, timeout. One second, timeout. Boom. Go to the sideline. He went to the sideline. The field goal team came on. There's no consulting. When you call a timeout, you and I, Max, we go timeout. What do you want to do, Max? I've been in the situation as a receiver many times over in my career. Clock winding down, timeout, come to the sideline. Go to the sideline. I stand there, whether it was with Clyde Christensen and Brad Johnson, Vinny Testaverde and Bill Parcells and, and Todd Haley. We all get in our little group. What do you want to do? Well, I think, I don't know, Coach, man. Why don't you, why don't you just kick it? You take the three and let's just see what happens. You get into those conversations. It's fourth down. It's fourth. We can take the three here. We can go for the seven. Let's go for the seven, Coach. I promise you. I like my matchup, whatever it is. Many times over. Like, literally many times over. That never happened last night. Timeout to the sideline. Fake clap. The little silent clap that he was giving, the Queens clap. And that was it. Well, the Queens clap, you know. That was it. You have to consult and communicate with your coaches on the sideline. If that's something that you want to, as a team, figure out. And that didn't happen. Travis in Virginia. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I wanted to get you guys' opinion about all those penalty yards. And uh, I don't know if you all did the same, but I laughed when I heard the uh, delay of games uh, going down against Denver. I just want to hear you all take about the 12th man against Russell Wilson. That's why I asked the question. The key earlier in the day about – you know, did they pipe in noise? Yes, they they did. Yeah. So, uh, but still, it, it looked like it was overwhelming. But even even when you pipe it in, Jay, you can do all the the, the elements of a game. You can talk about yeah, you can't really you, can, you can't really it's simulate not the it. Same yeah, it's not the when you different. get in the game, right? We practice many different things. Whether it was raining and wet balls, whether it was indoors, uh, stadiums was going to be loud. We knew it. We'd go in the bubble when we go to Indianapolis to play the coast. We go inside the bubble, Minnesota. We go in the bubble pipe noise and all sorts of music and just crazy doesn't matter. Doug in Ohio, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Okay, I'm coming to try to give a a little defense for Denver's coach. Everybody's talking about the clock management part, and I don't see anything wrong with it. First of all, it looks like to me that they knew they were going to kick a field goal because when Russell Wilson walked off the field, he took his helmet off, and the other guys came on to kick a field goal. Yeah, absolutely. So they talking about they talking about well, you want to save time. What do you want to save time for? If you kick the field goal to make it, now you didn't gave them a minute to come back and get a field goal. It's not about so the, it's not about decide. the saving of the time. Saving of the time is not the issue. The issue is let's figure out if this makes sense on fourth and five. We don't need to say the, the look. The and I said this earlier on our show. I don't. I want you to run down the clock. I don't want to leave Geno Smith any time left on the clock. So taking it down to twenty seconds, fine with that. 
Now that I've wasted whatever seconds it was, and I call a timeout, let's caucus. Let me, you, Jay, Max, let's get together. Let's talk about, we got 30 seconds to talk about. Get on the same page. Yes, get on the same page. Let's talk about what if the what if the, the the fumble snapped, and let's say that we need to fire and in, in, in uh, call a fire play if for some reason we botched the snap. Let's figure out what we're gonna do. Well, do you think this is a better play? What do we have on fourth and five in this part of the field, Russell? That you like? Is this a better option than kicking the field goal? Not. Time out, I'm taking my helmet off and going to the sideline. Russ, mm-hmm. do you think you could maybe pick up five yards in a single play in your return to Seattle hey, with all the money on the line? What, what are we doing? We got two timeouts left. Hey, let's run the toss gator, which is the sweep that they were running with the two backs and gashing the hell out of uh, Seattle with that play. Yeah, let's or, run the toss. Or let's run a two-way Run what way Seattle go. ran on them early in the game when Geno kept making those little completions. Let, let's run a two-way go. Do you think, Russell, if we put you on the neck and bootleg – the options, the tier, first, the second, the third. If not, throw it out of bounds, or, or, or not throw it out of bounds. Run till you get the first down. Or anything other than a 64-yard field goal. Yeah, let's try something that's almost never been done in history. Dennis in North Carolina, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Yes, good morning, uh, fellas. I actually have a question <clears throat> Excuse me, that I want, I want to direct uh, specifically to Jay Will. I've been listening this morning, and he's been bringing up some very interesting kind of psychological and behavioral aspects of the game. So what I want to say is do you think the Broncos possibly were trying to save Russell Wilson from himself? I mean, rather than send him out there and possibly miss uh, getting that, um, uh, that, uh, that, that first down uh, and, and having to uh, undergo maybe the travails of what, what the crowd was going to uh, put forth on him, that sort of thing. Do you think it was, um, it was, it was thought of in those aspects? I mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking. What do you think, Jay Will? Yeah, Dennis, I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but I, I can only talk to the, the mindset of the athlete. And, I, I, you know, the last caller brought up a really good point. When he took his helmet off, guys, like when, when Aaron Rodgers, I know the circumstances are very different. But you go to NFC Championship game. When he got taken out, you could tell he was visibly frustrated. The hell just happened. You could tell he was pissed off. That's why I asked the question about was Russ in agreement with them going for it instead of having that killer mentality key by saying, give me the damn ball. I'm going to hey, get us this first. my trademark. That's, but I'm going to get us better field goal position on the field. And, and that's a problem to me about Russ. I want that killer quarterback. I don't want the quarterback that is passive saying, all right, let's go for that 64 field goal. Let's, let's try it out here. I think that's the problem. Truck driver Mike in Reno. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, good, good to hear from you, Max. Hey, I just wanted to say the Broncos should, they should invest $15 million to make up a video game to simulate what was going to happen, right? A video game, right? Just like Kyler Murray. Ah, I said. Just build video games to everybody, Max. It's going back. Max believes that Kyler Murray, uh, instead of getting fined, should just train with the Cardinals in a VR they world. They should design a video design game a video for game virtual reality. And it's a long game. I was on vacation. Yeah, you were. It was, yeah. a, it was a long game. Listen, Kyler Murray's distracted by video games and stuff. I said, so make him a video game that goes over the, the team he's about to play next week. Right, like if he's into video games and get, build him something that he By can. By the way, the NFL, they, there is a do that. company yeah. starting to do that now. It's yes. fascinating you brought that yes. up. Yes, anyway. it's a very good idea that I had.
It was already activated before you had the Guys, meantime, it. Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. What about Robert Sala? He is 4-14 four and 14 as a Jets head coach, as I said. For the Jets, that's like a, a, a 500 record. But Robert Sala had a lot to say about us, Jay. And, and you're going to hear that in a second. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 Silver Unlimited plan by Straight Talk Wireless. From Straight Talk Wireless. Well, I just think there's probably some easy things that we left out there early in, early in the game and just didn't execute. Joe's our quarterback going into Cleveland. The Jets are the Jets. They're a mess. I don't care that Zach Wilson is there. For all those people who continue to talk and to continue to doubt, we're taking receipts. What are you saying? How about you save your energy for trying to figure out how to convert a third down in which your team went 2 of 14 on offense on? How about that? Hey, 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 hey. Jay. Key Jay. Robert Sala yeah. says he's taking yeah. receipts on those yeah. mocking the New York Jets. He's talking about you. I mean, if he's listening to me, he got some serious issues other than he, trying to win some I games. know he's intimidated you now, so try to just try to keep your chin up. Don't get intimidated. Don't be scared. Can, can I ask a, a reasonable question? <clears throat> yes, yeah. you can ask a reasonable question. Key, Mike Tannenbaum, and yourself, Max, you guys you know, gang jumped me last segment, and you guys brought me around to my senses here. So many here. cats. I just see pumas. If um, Robert Sala has that type of energy during an interview about shoving it down people's throats, and he talks for the whole organization. Why didn't you see that type of venom played on Sunday from his players for him? Why does he carry different energy than his players do playing for him? I, I don't know that he carries a different no, he, energy. But, Key, I'm talking about, like, if, if he's the guy at the table that's saying, you know, for all you guys that got things to say, we're, we're keeping receipts. I'm going to shove those receipts down your throats. We as an organization, we hear everything. Like, why, why don't his players play like they – play the same way he talks. Well, you know, some you know what t- I mean? sometimes people talk out the side of their mouth twice. But both sides, seems, left that's and the right. Problem. That's what it seems Sometimes like. people talk out the side of their neck. I mean, they just say things. And do I think he could be a good head coach? Probably. Is he there yet? No. Does things in these 18 games suggest that he may not be a good head coach? Yes. And then when you get on top of 4-14 four and 14 since he's been here, which whatever, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I've been around guys and coaches that continue to elevate their teams to another level instantly. And you know that that's the guy. I know the Giants won yesterday or Sunday, right? They won their game. They did. But I know based on how they're responding to their coach, that he's probably going to be here for at least four to five years. I'm happy with Dayball. I mean, like, I like, like everything like, about him so like, far. Like, I already feel like he – I don't feel that same way about Robert Sala. Hey, this is what Robert Sala had to say. This is what we're responding to. On the Just Michael- like I didn't feel that way about Joe Judge. Right. Yeah. right. Like From the beginning, you smell, you smell something fishy. Man, you can – come on, man. Yeah. Mile away. And by the way, listen carefully to what Key is saying. It doesn't mean the guy can never be a head coach and a good one. It means that right now he's not ready. This is Robert Sala – on the Michael K Show, 98.7 ESPN New York, on dealing with the Jets fan base. Every year, every game, when you lose in this league, it's the apocalypse. It's Armageddon, um, and uh, people just want to jump off a bridge for some reason. 
uh, we're in the instant coffee age, mm-hmm. and that's and it's deserved. That's that's part of the part of the generation we've grown up in. That's that's part of what comes with the job, and especially in this market where there's eight million people uh, crammed in the one corner of the United States, it's going to get people are angry. There's there's no no space no space to breathe. But uh, at the same time, you know, we we ignore we do our best to ignore the noise and keep the main thing the main thing, which is finding ways to produce and. Uh, and for all those people, just like I told our beat here about 15 minutes ago, for all those people who continue to talk and to continue to doubt, we're taking receipts. And I can't wait, and I'll speak for the entire organization, to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. We're going to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. When we played that sound for um, Mike Tannenbaum, he sat there, his eyes got wide, and he was just shaking his head, No. The same reaction Key had, kind of shaking his head. How are you feeling about your coach, Jets fans? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. You know, and that's not to say, man, that they won't get something done at some point in time. But right now, it's just, it doesn't look good. They're the third best team in the division at best. I don't know if they're the third best. I'm saying at best. They're the fourth best team. But the third best, they're not they're, – they're, At the, best. I get it. Their ceiling is the third best record in but, the division, but maybe they're the, probably see, the fourth I best. I think Jay is having a hard time really understanding what we're trying to say to him. No, no, I'm not having a hard time understanding. Jay understands. So, at Browns – Jay understands. <laughs> probably a loss, right? I mean, I know Mike Tannenbaum Yeah, they're going to lose. I mean, but the Browns are a more complete – What's giving you a hard team? time understanding this, Jay, exactly? I Can don't have a hard time it? understanding Home versus the Bengals. They're going to lose. At Steelers. They're going to lose. It's a loss. Home versus the Dolphins. <laughs> They're going to lose. Yeah, lose. At Packers, at Broncos, yeah. Pats, yeah. Bills. You know who they, they have a shot against oh, the Dolphins at home because it's a divisional game. I, and in the next, it's Joe Flacco. He's lost you know, nine games to... in a row as a starter. I mean, even if it was even if it was 2005, you would still be like, I don't know. The Dolphins are pretty good. Does Robert Sala make it to the halfway point of the season? Oh, yeah. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be, the, he'll, be the Jets, he'll be the Jets if, head coach into next year for sure. So you're telling me if they don't have a win by <laughs> Halloween, like right after Halloween, they lose to the Pats on 10-30. Bills, Pats again, Bears, Vikings. I mean, it's that's going to get not worse. a lot of wins in that schedule. It's going to get worse, man. Steelers running back Najee Harris is going to join us to discuss Pittsburgh's big win versus the Bengals. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Late rush. He throws it down the field. Intercepted at the 30. Make a Fitzpatrick. Goes into the end zone. Fakes it to the fullback. Flat pass. Touchdown. Najee Harris off the left side. If you got ground to defend, defend it. More than anything, when you got new guys, you just want to know that they're in it, their game. They don't shrink in the moments. That kick is long enough, high enough, and it is it's good. The Steelers survive in Cincinnati. Having witnessed many wild bizarre, strange Steeler-Bengal games. That was certainly one of the wildest. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, and you can hear us wherever you are on the ESPN app. Just look at your phone. You probably already have the ESPN app. If not, go to the app store. You get it in five seconds. Listen to us anywhere, live. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com, and we have with us now, ladies and gentlemen, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers running back Najee Harris, of course. Najee, welcome to the show. First off, how's the how, how's the foot? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's all good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, all right, so listen. You're going into this game. Bengals are favored. Uh, it's foolish to write off the Steelers. Mike Tomlin does not have losing seasons. We heard that he gifted the team Black Air Force Ones. How'd you feel when you got yours, and have you worn them yet? Um, man, yeah. So I walked in my locker room, and we and I, and I saw that, and I just started laughing at him because uh, his humor is really funny. You know, he always put up a a video before meetings and say like, "I chose violence." So like, he put these Black Air Forces out, and I wore them to walk through. Um, so it was all, it, it was really funny and, um, get more excitement for the first game. Najee, tell us about the emotions and the roller coaster that you guys went through, uh, from regulation to into overtime. Obviously you caught the wheel route for the touchdown, the big touchdown in week one. What, what did it feel like though? Um, like you talking about the, the atmosphere or like just being that type of situation we were in to be in that type of situation. Yeah, man. Well, just. I mean, you know, the NFL is is, is not a, a easy a easy sport. Um, by all means, there's always good players and good teams. So uh, obviously, the Bengals is one of them. You know, coming off the Super Bowl, um, we knew it was gonna be a challenge and we knew it was gonna be a dog fight. Um, I told the team before uh, the game um, even started, I said, you know, we're gonna be one of those dog fights. So just be be prepared for it. So that's what it was. Um, and you know, we uh, there's a lot of stuff that we got to fix on offensively, but uh, most importantly, we came out with the win. But the atmosphere was great, though. Is Mitch Trubisky the right guy for y'all to take y'all where y'all want to go? Or do you see at some point where it's got to be, you know, collective group effort to get there? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, um, Mitch is the guy. But, you know, I think in, in any sport, especially this sport, it's always going to be a team effort. It's always going to be a group effort. So we're going to need everybody, and we need everybody to be uh, accountable for each other. Um, so, you know, just moving down forward, we you know, we're just – Really, every day, like I tell people, just you know, just we just stack bricks every day, and, and we're about the next, the next game. Najee, I, I want to ask you about the AFC North, and the Ravens. I mean, the Bengals, defending AFC champions, the, the Browns, obviously getting Deshaun Watson back. You know, after Jacoby was set for eight or nine games, how deep is this division, and how close is it going to be? Uh, I mean, I think this is one of the the hardest divisions, of course, um, and uh, and all the football, just because of the quarterbacks that we have. Not only that, but the skilled players that we got. 
Um, you know, everybody's loaded. Um, so, you know, this is going to be one of those one of those divisions where you know it's just going to be a last man standing. Um, and I think that we're one of that teams because it's a hard nosed division. Um, and I think that's 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 one of our uh, one of our mottos here in Pittsburgh is you know is the you know the standard the standard and that's you know always playing through four quarters is a fifteen round boxing fight. And I think that we're prepared for all that. Um, we don't back down for any challenges. So you know I think that you know this is going to be a division where where we can really can control. Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers running back, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Najee, when you look at where you were as a young pup playing behind a guy and being Roethlisberger, now making a transition to young quarterback and Mitch Trubisky and trying to understand how to play in Pittsburgh, how has it been different from being Roethlisberger to Mitch Trubisky? Well, I mean um... – there, I mean, you know, the this just just you know Ben obviously has experience. Ben has been here for eighteen plus years. Um, ben has, uh, you know, obviously won Super Bowls here. He, you know, he's an icon here. You know, he done so much for the city. Um, and you know, my first year here, he uh, taught me a lot of the ways of, of what it is to be a Stiller. Uh, he taught me a lot of ways of of what it was to um, just endure the the fans. And 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 he would always say like, you know, the fans will love you if you if you you know play hard to the whistle, blah, blah, you know, tell me all this. But, um, you know, um, so I took that consideration. Um, I rolled with this into this year. Um, you, want right now. you know, we got a new quarterback in the Mitch and, and Kenny and, and Mason. You know, I think all three of the guys are good players. And I think, um, you know, um, even Mason could bring, because he's been there for a long time, longer than me, he, he helps out too in ways of what it is to be a stiller. Um, so, you know, uh, just – just the the environment here of the of the people who's already here and they already got that standard of what it is to be still they all it just rubs off everybody so you know for me it's just you know do as much as I can to to provide for the team making plays or just even being a leader. Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers running back. Tell us what you're doing with Gen Youth. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, you know it's, it's Hunger Action Month and um, I'm teaming up with Gen Youth and that's a nonprofit organization dedicated to creating uh, healthier school communities and. Um, Together we're uh, sounding the bell to help to end school school hunger, and um and school ending school hunger is important for me as an individual uh, to overcome a lot of my childhood, um and just being homeless and all that stuff and and you know uh, school 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 food and uh, and getting lunch for me was was you know a source of uh, of, of food, so um you know I thought it was a good idea to team up with these with these people here and 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 um keep continuing the mission to help other people. That's Najee Harris here on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. Best now, of luck, Najee. Yeah, if you ever need any help with that, Najee, just hit me up. You got my number. Yeah, um, actually, uh, we if you, you guys can um, just put it out there. If you guys want to donate to, or somebody want to donate to Gen Youth, um, you can um, by genyouthnow.org. And, uh, or you can text to Hunger to 501-501 for a one-time donation, um, and anything will be, uh, will be helpful. It's Najee right, Harris, Najee. ladies and gentlemen, doing good work. Thank you, Najee. Best of luck, man. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right. So Patrick Mahomes, boy, that went, that happened fast. Josh Allen, MVP, favorite, and he had a great game. But just like when he played Patrick Mahomes, being almost perfect, ain't Patrick Mahomes better than that. Pat Mahomes is now the NFL. Hey, could you imagine watching that game against the Rams and thinking after week one, Josh Allen would no longer be the MVP favorite. He didn't do anything wrong. But Patrick Mahomes is just different. 
He is now the favorite to win the NFL MVP. Could the Chiefs offense be even better without Tyreek Hill? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is what we're talking about here, just so people can have insight on on things we talk about while our show is also going on. Um, PB&J. So there's a tweet that says by Will Blackman, just to confirm, in a PBJ triple-decker, peanut butter goes on last, in not the yesterday. middle. Yeah. Blackman was on the show yesterday, Will. Yep. Yeah. PB&J triple-decker, peanut butter goes in the middle. Yeah? Yeah. Triple-decker PB&J? Yeah. Yeah, I I, it, it depends, it it depends matter, on really. how much peanut butter you want, how peanut much butter jelly you want. on both sides and then the jelly on the outside. It doesn't oh, really not matter. On the outside. <clears throat> I don't think that's the way you do it, right? No, on the inside of the two outside buns, right? Outside. In other pieces. words, what when you sandwich it, in key, between. there's... Right? Key, you sandwich it, right? Yeah. So there's a bread in the middle. Yeah. On either side of the bread in the middle, he's saying you put the peanut butter. On both sides. And then on both sides, right? And on, on either the side. And the then on the bottom side. and the top underneath. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Right there in the middle. If, that's uh, how, if you want all that damn peanut butter, I'm just a single guy. I'm not, I don't want to, first of all, I don't want all the bread. Right. Nor Too do much I bread want, for you. nor probably do I want all the peanut butter or jelly. Now, how I do peanut butter and jellies nowadays? I still do it. I get the low sugar. Uh, no, well, you're not doing it then. Low sugar, jelly, or, or jam, really preservatives, r- preserves rather. And then I get the chunky peanut butter, and oh, I do Ezekiel I or like flourless bread that I have to can't toast. Dry as all First outdoors. Of all, all that that you just did, you just, what is this, a health class? Yeah. Like, do you not that, I'm it. almost yeah, 50. You got to knock peanut me Peanut butter fat. and jelly is it's not made, it was not created to be healthy. I haven't done a PB&J in a long time. I do the peanut oh, butter so. and banana oh, with, with honey, honey drizzle. 
Jay, that's my that, jam. That you is the even best thing I in the world. I toast it. Toast it. Peanut butter, oh, banana, and honey is the best thing in the world. Avocado toast. It's the same thing. No, it's not avocado. Same thing. Everything comes like the avocado from California. What kind of bread do you use, Jay? Uh, you want me to be old school? I mean, I grew up Wonder Bread all day long. Oh, I mean, if I, if I am saying, if, here's the problem. At a certain yeah, age, if Wonder. you eat bread and don't exercise immediately, it turns into fat, man. That's no, what I'm, happens. I'm, my PBJs are always going to be Roma Meal. And that's what it's going to be, the Roma Meal wheat bread. And it's, it's not all the grains and all that. You know, it's not. But Wonder Bread is kind of made for PBJ. Yeah, Wonder Bread, oh, yeah. so Wonder good. bread is, is made for, but I, don't, I want the wheat bread. I don't want the white bread. You know what else Wonder Bread is good for? Like grilled cheese, like plain American oh, cheese, yeah. simple grilled cheese sandwiches. No, I'm not doing sandwich. the plain American cheese. I'm no, not. I'm, saying for, wait, I'm wait. saying for Wonder Bread grilled cheese sandwiches, like a little kid, you do the yeah, little, little kid. What cheese do you use for the grilled cheese now? Probably. He does some, three some, different kinds. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he does three Master different kinds of cheese. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Some kind of new concoction. He's got, he comes Jay, up with. Jay, Jay, he's got a little tomato soup on the yeah. side with basil. He oh, dips the, dip the three oh, cheese into the, the, the. I can't do you the You can't do the dip. With, <laughs> I can he's have a, it with it, but I can't do the dip. He's a gor- oh, he's gourmet. You know what I mean? Do you dip it in the. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, all in there. Oh, that's pizza. I could go pepper jack or cheddar. Back in touch. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It's rare to see significant jumps in the futures market after just one week. But we do have a new MVP betting favorite. Patrick Mahomes, Ed's just past Josh Allen, is now 5-1. to one. The Bills remain the Super Bowl favorites, but their odds did get a little shorter. From 6-1 to one to plus 525. In a regular 16-game season, here at Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. By the way, we're brought to you by Omega Accounting. If your small or medium-sized business is still recovering from the pandemic, Omega Accounting Solutions can help. Man, just take you to a nice place, don't it, Key? Let's. Okay. And we'll feel all right. I love me some Bob Marley. Call Omega at 800-704-2000 or visit omegataxcredits.com to learn how to get your ERC refund for each employee. There's no time to lose. This is one of the better feel-good songs yes, uh, ever. Is, man. Put you in a good mood. Um, 
in a regular 16-game season, if I said Patrick Mahomes might throw 45 touchdowns, nine interceptions, you'd be like, yeah, he could do that. Yeah, give him a couple hundred million for that. He, he already threw 50 with 12 interceptions as a rookie. Give him $500 million for that. Key, he got five touchdowns and no interceptions in his first game, which means if he goes 45 and nine, he's going to be sitting on 50 with single-digit interceptions. See, I, I, for some reason, having five touchdowns and zero interceptions at this point in time in the season, he could go for 40-plus and have a five interceptions, like a Aaron Rodgers-type year. And two of them won't be his fault. And two of them won't be his fault. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's different. do that. Oh, and here's why I would say this before we move on to the numbers is because he's not going to take those same chances he took with Tyreek. This Hill. is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Guys, I Less think is more. here's the question for me with, with, with Patrick Mahomes. I'm curious about your answers on both these things, okay? Because he has to spread it around more. I'm, taking, I'm talking Reed and Mahomes together. It's the best quarterback-coach combination to me right Don't now in the game. Don't forget about the enemy. And the enemy. <laughs> With the offensive That's coordinator. That's typically what happens, Key. No, no, no. People forget about Biennemi. No, no, no. He, Key is white again. So, so <laughs> <laughs> they forget about Biennemi for some reason. I don't know why. No, but so here's, here's the point. Because he has to spread it around, it's going to make him a better quarterback. It's going to make him a better quarterback. But Key, in the moment of truth, yes. without Tyreek Hill there, yeah. not worried about regular season, he'll yeah, tear yeah, up. Yeah. But can he get away with the same stuff? Yeah. Is he going to be so precise and be made so much even better than he already is that by the playoffs he doesn't need Tyreek Hill either in those high leverage moments? Absolutely, 100%. Tyreek Hill was able to do this, the, the wild factor, the splash play, the deep in cut against the Buffalo Bills out the back gate with the deuces up. They're not looking for that right now. They're looking to methodically move the ball down the field, pepper the defense, Give it to different players. Give it to Kelsey here. Give it to MVS there. Maybe there's a, a Juju siding of six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. I MVS mean, gets behind the defense for a bomb every that, now that, and then. That's what they're going to do. And, it, and the score is going to look like it looked against the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. That's what it's going to look like. Guys, go ahead. No, well, Mahomes has leapfrogged Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Again, Josh Allen played as good a game as you could possibly see on the best team in football, smoked the defending champs on the road. You're like, oh, he came in as MVP favorite week one. It's He's going to be – Mahomes was so good that even after all that, Mahomes went from plus 750 to plus 500. Josh Allen's at plus 550. Mahomes is now the favorite to win MVP. Jay, how good do you have to be after that Josh Allen performance? Josh Allen's got to be thinking, what do I have to do? I was perfect against the guy in the playoffs. He beat me. I was perfect week one. He's now the favorite for MVP. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't perfect week one. Almost, man. I mean, he had two INTs, right? But that weren't I mean, on him. I, I, not I, on I hear you, but they are on him when it's all said and done. But if you're evaluating football, you wouldn't if, say that he's no, not perfect based look, on the, that. The win was great, right? We talked about Josh Allen. We talked about their defense. Oh, the win was amazing. The win was incredible. But – it was also like the sense of perfection from, from Patrick Mahomes, right? It's like almost like perfection. Like, all right, there are no INTs, so obviously you can see why that could be odds favorite. Doesn't mean he's going to win it. I mean, we'll get a chance to see. I, I need to see this my Thursday. Point, my point. I need to see this Thursday, Max. Yeah, uh, Justin Mahomes Herbert, Herbert versus oh Patrick God. Mahomes. Oh my God! And that defense of the Chargers and what that does to Patrick. Oh my Mahomes. God! Now it's I, I want to so see good. at that level. After Rams Bills Week One to get this week, like, I got to look at the Cardinals like that right now. Like, oh, okay, it's the Cardinals. I, I look at the Chargers like that. Well, here, here's what I'm going to say. Sounds like you're taking the charges, but that's okay. What I would say is Josh Allen got leapfrogged because as there, as you look at it, Josh Allen is with a complete team. The defensive side of the ball is good. The coaching is good. He's good. Stephon Diggs is good. It's a complete team. He doesn't have to do a whole lot because of the defense. 
where Patrick Mahomes is carrying the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's a real MVP. It, uh, you like know, what? if I lost Josh Allen, it's like, okay, we're losing. We're going to suffer some. But if I lost Patrick Mahomes, the, the hair might get pulled when out. When Jay said Mahomes is perfect, the reason I said Josh Allen's perfect is because Justin Herbert broke the mold and redid the mold. Like, that's now what you're, oh, my six foot six and does all that stuff. Josh Allen's perfect. Mahomes is beyond perfect. He's magic. He has an extra dimension that's like, oh, my God, what do you have to do to beat this guy? Speaking of magic, Jerry Jones just said on 105.3 in Dallas that somehow magically the Cowboys will not put Dak Prescott on IR. Jerry thinks Dak could return within the next four games. What, do you get his private physician in there to see him, you think, uh, well, I I looked at things and I felt like uh, literally that uh, four weeks is enough time for Dak to come back. So if we put him on IR and Stephen and I and everybody, including Dak, who's a fine young man, no, seriously, it 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 makes sense. It's, it it smells and sounds desperation to me. Yes, that's what it there sounds like. Well, but what do you really gain well, by putting him on IR? One roster well, spot. Yeah, I, I'd rather I'll give you the roster this, spot to keep the option open. It sounds like desperation to me, but that, I could be wrong. No, okay, I'm with you. It feels like that's okay. Yo, we, we gave you I, this bag of money. Like, it sounds like I'm putting a little pressure on you. Have you ever had a surgery like Max? Like, do you have any rods or plates or anything? No, I don't have any rods or plates. So, imagine being screws, rods, and plates in your thumb. The flexibility, being able to spin the ball. I've never seen a quarterback be able to do that. I mean, I have a plate in my ankle because I broke it. And, you know, I can still move around, but it's it's not at the base of my flexibility on my ankle. It's on the side part of the bone. Screws are in there with a big plate. I don't have to bend that. When you're gripping and ripping, he's got to bend it some. So I don't I, know how I, I, he's going to come back and be Dak Prescott in such a short period of time, but I'm not a doctor. He can't, Key. So I, I, I fractured my third metacarpal in my left hand. Right? Like, I tried to come back after, like, five, six weeks. It was different. It felt horrible. I had no feel. Flexibility was stiff all the damn time. It was hurting. But, you know, I, this is why it may be desperation, but I think it's rational. Let me tell you why I think it's rational. We all agree without Dak, season's over. Okay? Done. So, so what do you really have to lose? In exchange for not picking up an extra body in a roster spot, you have the option in the event that so, by some miracle he's back early, at least you can put him back in. I get it, right? Like, what would you do? I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, but it just sounds like desperation, especially coming from Jerry. It, it say, so if it came from Dr. Cooper or somebody like that or, or, or Greg, who's on the PT staff, or Britt, who's on the PT staff, we'd be like, oh, okay, cool. It's coming from Jerry. So it <laughs> sounds like desperation. That's what it sounds like. Here's Jerry Jones. Uh, well, Jerry here's here from, from the horse's mouth. Uh, we uh, feel very good after surgery, after listening to the medical people, uh, that uh, Dak has a real chance to uh, be back out there throwing the ball pretty quick. Do you think the timeline is closer to the four-game timeline or, or, or the six to eight? as good as I know how to give, only, as you know, uh, uh, in medical, nobody knows those timelines good. But if we thought he wasn't going to be ready to go for uh, four games until after four games, we would put him on IR. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he did sound like him. 
Well, yeah, they, they got the information. And one of the things that I would say is the Dallas Cowboys, though, medical staff, is the best in, best in sports. Really? Best in oh sports? Oh, my God, yes. As far as I know, it's certainly the best in the National Football League. People, whenever players go to other teams to get something done, that's because those people are good. All right. Jerry Jones just said he's not putting Dak on IR. He's holding out hope after talking to the people post-surgery that he'll be back in four weeks, in as few as four weeks. Greeny is up next here on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.